You are listening to An Ounce, Season 3, Episode 11, Radioactive Gardens. You are listening to An Ounce, a podcast providing inspiration, ideas, and wisdom through engaging stories, commentary, and interviews so you can live life better. I'm Jim Fugate, and it's my privilege to share an ounce with you. In the past several years, there has been some concern over genetically modified organisms, or GMOs. Folks are concerned that the modifications made in plants will affect nutritional content, the human body's allergic response, toxicity, organ damage, even the transfer of genes into the body with an unanticipated response. All the things that new technology brings us. Isn't it fun? I remember back in the day we just planted the seeds, took care of their growing, and enjoyed the fruits of our labors without fear. But hold on just a second. Did you know engineering GMO foods is not the first time that humans have messed around with plants? It's not. Humans have been playing with the genetic makeup of plants for eons. Hybrids, crossbreeding, and all kinds of other fooling around with Mother Nature to increase yield and nutrition has been going on like pretty much forever in one way or another. Here's an example you'll be hard-pressed to believe really happened. Not long after World War II was over, the U.S. government launched a program called Atoms for Peace. They engaged in all kinds of efforts to show that the splitting of the atom could benefit humans and not just spectacularly destroy things. In one part of this program, gardens were set up ranging in size up to a few acres. In the center, they would place a rod of cobalt-60. The resulting garden would grow up in circular patterns with varying impact on the plants, ranging from killing them to producing all kinds of sometimes really useful variations to the plants and the fruit they bore. These programs were usually associated with colleges, universities, or other governments such as the UK, India, the Soviet Union, and even Japan. In another part of the atomic gardening program, everyday folks were sent seeds which had been irradiated. They were asked to plant them, cultivate them, and respond back with detailed information on the result. Yep, some of that yummy salad you enjoyed out of Grandma's garden might have been a little radioactive. No worries. Nothing like having a dose of gamma radiation with those radishes. A little ranch dressing and you'll never notice. (laughs) Jeez, Grandma didn't even have the courtesy to offer a lead apron with those greens. Just kidding. As far as we can tell, there was no actual increase in the radioactivity of fruit or vegetables produced from these irradiated seeds. But in the 1960s, the program fell into general disfavor. But there were some great things that came out of the program before it ended. For example, over 2,000 new varieties of plants were developed, and a majority of those have proven valuable and are still in common use today. For example, a version of peppermint, it was resistant to common diseases, produced by Brookhaven National Lab, is still in common use. And those big, beautiful Rio Star grapefruit, currently accounting for 75% of the production of grapefruit in Texas, well, they came about as a result of atomic gardening research done by Texas A&M. There, there may be a reason why everything is bigger in Texas. Have we, as humans, benefited from the so-called advances made by the Atoms for Peace initiative? That question is still debated. However, the improvements in farm productivity per acre have been steadily increasing over the decades. Due, at least in part, to people who messed around with Mother Nature, we can now grow 
more in less space, and with less water. Seems an overall positive to me, but what do I know? So, here's the ounce. The splitting of the atom was introduced to the world in a way that clearly highlighted its dramatic ability to destroy. Messing with matter and life at the subatomic level, elements, genetics, and the little building blocks of matter like electrons, protons, quarks, and other bits of stuff can have some super awful and unexpected consequences. However, while some results are horrific, some are miraculous. An entire city can be gone in a flash. An entire human body can be imaged, and horrible conditions can be seen and corrected. Awful diseases can be caused and healed by the same power. Not making moral judgment here, just observation. Power is an interesting thing. Most anything, any substance, natural law, or even personality, with real power generally exists with an inherent paradox. Power can almost always inspire and dishearten, can illuminate and darken. It can be both good and bad. And that's it. An ounce submitted for your consideration. Thank you for listening, subscribing to, and sharing an ounce. I'm Jim Fugate, and I'll catch you next time. Jim, those are really beautiful apples you got. Yeah. Where'd you find them? Um, at an orchard. Wow, they're big. They're full of color. Yeah. They almost seem to, I don't know, glow. Don't worry about it. Huh? Dang it. Hey, check out our YouTube videos at youtube.com forward slash at an ounce podcast. That's youtube.com forward slash at symbol an ounce podcast.